Good morning, this is Kasig Sheeler here at Pregame.com, and this is NASCAR Weekly. Again, we're back for our fifth show on the season. Very excited about what we've got going on so far on the year. Uh, really appreciate everybody's feedback on the show. Uh, but welcome back to the show. Uh, we're racing out in California this week at the Auto Club 400 in Fontana, California. Very excited about the show. Looking forward to all the information I'm going to get to you again. I appreciate all the feedback coming out of the forums. Uh, you know, Brian Scott, uh, just some different guys, Green White Checker, uh, Griff, uh, No Limit, all you guys that are out there listening and picking up on the show. I really appreciate it. There's a lot of folks I didn't mention, and I apologize. Uh, I'm reading the comments. I'm getting the feedback, and I uh, really love doing the show. I'm very excited. We're starting to click along here in NASCAR. Things are going really well on the year. Of course, we're coming off of Bristol, Tennessee. It was a great race. I uh, hope everybody had a chance to catch that race because that's a real special race for all the drivers in the circuit. And uh, it was great to come away with a with a victory. We swept just like Kyle Busch did. We hit the win and we swept on all our head-to-heads for the week. So it was a really good week. Now it was a modest week. Even though we had a big week and we won and we swept everything, I was very conservative about my approach at Bristol. You have to be very careful out there. Uh, so many things can happen to you. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into talking this week because you got a whole different whole different style of racing out in Fontana, California, you know. This is a, a, a very long track, some long straightaways that's going to get up to some real heavy-duty high speeds. You know, Bristol, it's it's the testament of the driver's skill and will. So you got two totally different tracks. Uh, there won't be a lot of green, or excuse me, there won't be a lot of uh, yellow caution flags out in, out in California. It'll be pretty much green flag racing most of the day so you got to be looking at, at cars that have that are really good on long runs and uh, i don't know about you and even though it was only bristol there was one individual who's always done well out in california and uh, that was jimmy johnson but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get into the uh, final segment of the show and talk about the auto club 400 uh, but of course we picked up 2.77 percent on the year to bring us to a total of minus 1% uh, for the season. So excited to get, to get over the, the bang up at uh, Phoenix, come off with two straight wins, uh, pick up on our big head-to-heads. Uh, you know, the most I risked this week on my head-to-heads was like 2% on the top head-to-head, 2.5%, I think, on Ryan Newman. Of course, we collected on all three of them, uh, but we were very conservative on our approach, and it paid off, and I was very, very, very happy about our results from Bristol. It was a great race. I love winning out there. It means a lot to me. Uh, it's probably, to me, one of the top top races that I like to win uh, because, you know, this is really for NASCAR true uh, long-term NASCAR fans. Bristol, Tennessee is just one of the greatest, one of the greatest speedways there is. So, um 
you know, that's what we've got uh, from last week. Well, of course, we'll talk about the uh, Bristol Rewind in the uh, next segment. And, and I wanted to cover uh, the point standings today, of course, like we always do. Uh, I won't talk too much about betting strategies or money management. I've kind of discussed that in the last couple shows. Uh, we're gonna, we've got a lot of information to go over. The season is young, uh, but it'll be the Bristol Rewind. We'll talk about the point standings. There's a lot going on now. We're getting a little bit further into the year, so a little bit more information to get to you guys there. Uh, talk about strategy there. And then, of course, we'll, we'll talk about the Auto Club 400 for Sunday. Now, there is no truck race this week, but there is a nationwide race, and that's on Saturday. We'll cover all that information a little bit later on in the show. But for now, uh, you're, this is Kasig Sheeler here at pregame.com, and you're listening to NASCAR Weekly. Welcome back to the show again. I am your host, Kasig Sheeler here at pregame.com, and this is NASCAR Weekly. Okay, for the first segment, as always, we're going to discuss the Bristol Rewind. Uh, it was the Jeff Bird 500 uh, presented by Food City. Of course, it's you know its moniker has always been Food City, but Jeff Bird, as we mentioned last week, a wonderful man in in the sports uh, racing history book and uh, of course at the Bristol Motor Speedway and they named the race after him and it was a wonderful race Kyle Busch took away victory uh, you know Kyle Busch he, he, he swept it he got the nationwide win and he got the win on Sunday so you know we had to go with Kyle Busch he was a wonderful uh, wonderful pick he was the heavy favorite of course he's been the guy that had been dominating out in Bristol so it was you know, it was a no-brainer to pick him, uh, but, you know, what I was really most proud of on Sunday was the fact we had picked seven of the top 11 drivers that finished somewhere on our card, either on a long shot or a head-to-head, or we picked them out right to win. So seven of the top 11 drivers. So I was very, very happy about that. And there were a couple of drivers that were there that, that I didn't have on the card that I liked, that I left off. But, uh, you know, so so that, that was a great race day for us. <clears throat> of course, Kyle Busch won. Carl Edwards looked really strong for most of the race. Uh, Tony Stewart, he did. He's the one guy that we had on the card that he didn't fare so well. Uh, you know, he finished down in 19th spot, but uh, but you know, he, he looked like he was going to have a decent run early. But um, we we really had our finger on the pulse for this race, and it wasn't. It was a sensational race. Of course, um, Jimmy Johnson, I felt had a very good car and probably would have won the race had he had a few more laps to be able to get around Kyle Busch. He, he, was, he was very good on long green runs, and sometimes, uh, of course, out in Bristol, that's something that doesn't work to your benefit most of the time. Now, there weren't a lot of cautions for Bristol on Sunday, so it was a pretty clean race. Uh, I was expecting a little bit more bump and a little bit of payback here and there, but uh, very early in the year, so it, it, you know, again, there was uh, there was no real reason for these guys. They're they're risking a lot to to get into a wreck with somebody, potentially take themselves out of the race. 
Um, you know, there were a few blown tires and some penalties and some mistakes on pit pit road by a lot of guys. Um, but, you know, good run out of Dale Earnhardt Jr. But the finish was Kyle Busch came in first. Carl Edwards, of course, was second, followed by Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Matt Kenseth fourth, again, over at Jack Roush, Fenway Ford. And uh, Paul Menard fifth. Paul Menard. What a season Paul Menard is having for uh, Richard Childress Racing. <clears throat> he's one of the, he's actually the best RCR driver of the four out there right now. The other guys are just struggling. Clint Boyer struggled. Jeff Burton, you know, Kevin Harvick, he, he finished sixth behind him. And then, of course, it was Kurt Busch seventh in the Shell Pennzoil Dodge, followed by Greg Biffle. So all three, uh, Jack Roush, uh, Fenway, they finished in the top 10, all three of them. And then, of course, Casey Kane with the Toyota Red Bull. We were expecting a decent run out of him, along with Ryan Newman. And then if Dale Earnhardt Jr. was just outside the top 10 and 11th. So that basically rounds out the results of, uh, of Bristol, Tennessee. Of course, we'll talk about the point standings in the next segment. But this is, uh, you know, this is Bristol, Bristol Rewind. Kurt Busch, he, he had a decent run. He, there were some times that he was running up front. We had him on the win column. Uh, we had Kyle Busch uh, with Jimmy Johnson. I, I expected Jimmy Johnson to compete and, and be there, and he was, and I was happy to see that because he's ready to, he's ready to start winning, folks, and it happens every year. He lays back for a while, and I'm not saying he's laying back. I think he's trying to win, but he lays back in the weeds a little bit early on in the year, and then he gets on a run, and he gets he gets to win in three, four, or five races in a row. And he, you know, we're getting close to Charlotte. Of course, you know that's the the big track. We'll be racing out there and uh, at Memorial Day weekend. So. You know, it, you know, you see things setting up the way they are. Kyle Busch was dominant. Now, Denny Hamlin, he was a surprise. I was expecting that he was going to be on my card. I thought I might have him up there for the win. He did not perform very well. He finished 33rd. I left him off the card at the very last minute. I decided, you know what? He hasn't done anything all year. It was a lot like last season, too. Again, setting up a little bit similar. Now, a little bit different in the point standings and where they're all at. But you see the way things are shaping up. Uh, I've been at this for a long time, and I, I see things changing. I see things happening. And, you know, there's there's you just got to be you gotta be on it because uh, anything can happen moving forward. Now, I don't mean to be repetitive here. Now, we'll talk about California, but some of the drivers that had really good runs in Bristol have performed really well out in California. So who's going to piggyback to victory out in California? That'll be interesting. Um, David Reagan, not so bad. Marcus Ambrose, I was expecting a little bit better finish from him. He did get the 15th finish. Uh, not bad. Jeff Gordon was 14. Uh, of course, down the list, Martin Truex, 17th. Tony Stewart finished 19th. Uh, he was on the lead lap. He was the last driver on the lead lap. So 19 of the top drivers finished on the lead lap. And then Jeff Burton was 20th. Not quite the run he was looking for. But, uh, again, it was a very good, uh, very good day for Paul Menard over at RCR. Uh, Kevin Harvick got that right behind him in that sixth finish. Uh, you know, Jeff Burton, he's been struggling all year. He really needs to do something. He needs to do it fast because he's fallen behind quickly. Uh, Jamie McMurray was 21st. 
Uh, Reagan Smith finished up there 22nd. Joey Logano 23rd. We weren't expecting anything out of him. Uh, we went against him. He didn't have a very good run. He was down at the down at the bottom like we were expecting. <clears throat> One of the other guys that really had a rough run uh, that we bet against was David Rudiman. And I don't know what it is about Rudiman. Rudiman had a really good season last year, and he's not clicking right now. That team is off right now, and uh, I'm not sure what's going on with the Aaron's Dream Machine. Uh, David Rudiman, though, in that Toyota, the double zero, uh, take a look at him when you see him on that card. You know, we're going to be watching him. Like I said last week, not only do you want to try to find drivers that you can win betting on, but you also need to find drivers that you can win betting against. And a lot of times in NASCAR, that's what, you know, that's what I try to do a lot in my head-to-heads, or try to find drivers that I just don't think are going to have very good runs. I mean, they gave me the... I, I mentioned it on the show last week. I said, if they give me Ryan Newman over Joey Logano, I'm going to jump all over it. I did. Now, I was conservative with my approach. I had to withhold a little bit, and that was the top head-to-head. And we were right on with it. So, you know, I feel like we're clicking. I feel like things are going really well for us. I hope you're going to stick with us for the whole year. I'm very excited about the show, where we're headed. And, uh, and, and you know, getting all the great feedback from you guys. I really love doing the show. I hope you're getting information out of the show. Get into the forum. Ask some questions because that's what I'm here to do. Answer your questions. Hey, if you want to know how I'm breaking down a race on the week uh, on Thursday, get in there and ask me a couple of questions because I'll tell you what I'm looking at. I'll tell you all the different things that I'm, I'm providing. And, and a lot of it I am covering on the show, but there's so much information that I accumulate throughout the week that I've accumulated throughout the years that goes into my selection process uh, for these races. I mean, before the odds ever come out, I have my odds set on what I expect, who I think is going to come in at certain odds, who the head-to-heads are going to be. If you're interested in that information early in the week, get in there. Uh, you know, I, I respond to the show, get in the discussion portion uh, of the thread, and let's talk about what's going on at Fontana this week. So let's get this stuff going. I really appreciate all the great feedback. Uh, again, I'm here to help. That's what I want to do. I want to help you guys get ready to win betting on NASCAR. That is the objective of the show. Here at pregame.com, I'm Sig Sheeler, and you're listening to NASCAR Weekly. Welcome back to the show. Again, I am Sig Sheeler here at pregame.com. And this is NASCAR Weekly. Now, right now, we're going to talk about the point standings on the season here in the Sprint Cup Championship Series. Uh, There was some moving around this week. A couple of guys moved up. A couple of guys have moved down. Uh, We'll talk about the nationwide as well. And then I'll briefly go over the, uh, the Camping World Truck Series standings as well before we round out this show. Now, a little bit to talk about today because Kyle Busch was the big mover on the day, and as was Greg Biffle. Uh, Greg Biffle really needed that run. I didn't talk about this in the Bristol Rewind, but with Greg Biffle, we had him on one of our head-to-head cars. I wasn't going to put him on there, but they announced after last week's show 
that they were changing gas uh, gas men, guy that runs the gas can over there at, uh, at at Greg Biffle's pit crew. He had a lot of troubles running out in Las Vegas the week before. Greg Biffle, a pretty calm guy, was very upset about it. Cost him what he felt like was a really good race. He made the they made the change. I put him back on the card. He got us the win. So he moved up eight slots. But Kyle Busch, the winner, was the big mover. Uh, he moved up from 14th to 6th position. Our leader is still his brother, Kurt Busch. Uh, and then second is Carl Edwards. Behind him, we've got Tony Stewart, Ryan Newman, and, of course, Paul Menard. So not a lot of movement uh, in the top five. Uh, you know, we've we've had it. You know, Tony Stewart was tied for the lead with Kurt Busch going into the race. Uh, he only dropped down to third, so not a lot of movement there. Most of the movement was further on down the list. Like I said, Kyle Busch is in at sixth. Jimmy Johnson, he had he moved up five slots from twelfth to seventh. Uh, Juan Montoya went to eighth, and then Dale Earnhardt picked up a slot and he's in ninth. So Dale Earnhardt quietly hanging around in the top ten. You know, so. Good to see that out of him. I know, you know, being the most popular fan, there's a lot of fans out there of Dale Jr. Uh, I think Dale Jr. is a good driver. Uh, you know, he's consistent. Uh, you know, hopefully, he'll he'll continue to uh, to get better over there this year. And 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 I would like to see him in the chase because I mean I think it's good for racing when he is in the chase. Uh, right behind him in tenth slot is Martin Truex Jr. And then Mark Martin and Casey Kane round out 11th and 12th. So nothing really big movement between those guys down there uh, towards the, the bottom end of the chase for the cup, the top 12 drivers. Uh, again, Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Busch both were the big movers. Uh, Matt Kenseth is in 13th. Uh, Kevin Harvick picked up five slots. He's 15th. Denny Hamlin fell out of the top 12 down to 17th. He fell nine slots. He had a rough run out there at Bristol. Uh, then, of course, uh, uh, Greg Biffle picked up eighth. He's in 23rd. Clint Boyer had a rough day. He was uh, he dropped six spots. He's in 24th now. Jeff Burton did pick up three slots, but he's still in 29th, and now he's having to rely on uh, owner points to start uh, to qualify uh, on these on these racetracks moving forward. So, you know, Jeff Burton... I like Jeff Burton. I just think he's a class act. I think he's a, a wonderful driver. He's been around the sport for a long time. I really, I was a big Jeff Burton fan when he raced in that '99 card for for uh, Jack Roush, and I, I just, I think he's a good guy. I don't know what's going on. He had a, you know, of course they blew an engine in Daytona, but uh, you know, that's what our objective is. You know, we want to, we want to try to cover these items each and every week for you. We're going to talk about these drivers, who's doing well, who's not performing well. Uh, Jeff Gordon, he's at 19th. I didn't mention him. So not a lot out of Jeff Gordon uh, since, you know, since the Phoenix run. Uh, but, you know, he's there. He'll be there. He'll be there in the end. you got to look out for him. Uh, one, probably right now, Brian Vickers is struggling. He dropped down to 7th. Uh, but Jeff Burton, Brian Vickers, Joey Logano, 29, 30, 31. So those are three guys that I'm looking at. They got to do something. They got to do something quick. Turning our attention over to the Nationwide Series. Now we've got Jason Leffler is the leader right now in the Nationwide Series. Uh, of course, 
Behind him is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He's just two points behind with 140. And then we've got Justin Allgaier, Reed Sorensen, and Eric Almarola to finish out the top five. Then we have Driver Bain, Kenny Wallace, Elliot Sadler, Danica Patrick, and Brian Scott finish out the top ten. Uh, some other drivers uh, dropped a few slots last week in the Nationwide Series. Morgan Shepard, he dropped four slots, while Josh Wise picked up five. Uh, Josh is at 19th, while Morgan dropped down to 22nd place. Uh, Robert Richardson Jr. fell a few. Landon Castle, he's fallen way back. Uh, he's in the 26th slot. He's going to be racing this week in a Sprint Cup championship car out in California. So look for him. I believe he's going to be driving in the 09 car. Not sure about that. We'll check that information. We'll get it to you in the next segment. Uh, but Landon Castle, I believe, is going to be uh, driving in the 09 car for the Sprint Cup Championship Series this week. Jennifer Joe Cobb down there at 31st. Uh, struggling a little bit since her big finish out there in uh, Daytona. So, uh, you know, that's what we've got going on over in the Nationwide Series. Now, to finish off the this segment of the show, we're going to talk briefly about the Camping World Truck Series. Again, they won't be racing until April 2nd, and uh, you'll be able to catch that. Uh, and then right now, Matt Crafton is your leader. Cole Witt is second. Timothy Peters, third. Clay Rogers, fourth. Johnny Sauter, fifth. Ron Hornaday picked up four slots in the last race. And then Ron Hornaday, he's at six. Todd Bodine, seven. Austin Dillon, eight. Max Pappas, nine. And Jeffrey Earnhardt rounds out the top ten. Uh, now James Busher, look out for him. Uh, he picked up 13 slots last time out. So uh, big day for him, big weekend for him. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep our eye on these truck series. I may have a few truck series or nationwide picks. Sometimes I do. I don't share them all the time because it's not really my forte. But I want to get you the information. Uh, I want to talk about the standings in all the series that's going on because I do feel like it is our duty here on the show to, to talk about those things. Now, pretty much that kind of covers the standings, uh, where we're at. Right now, Kurt Busch still holding on to the lead over in the Sprint Cup Championship Series. I think his brother's going to be knocking on the door pretty soon. But those Roush boys, they are having a much better year so far to start this season off. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see one of those guys drive to victory out in California. Uh, just to give you a little bit of heads up. But in the next segment, we'll cover all that when we start talking about Fontana. But for now, this is Sig Sheeler here at Pregame.com. And you're listening to NASCAR Weekly. Welcome back to the show. Again, this is Kasig Sheeler here at pregame.com, and this is NASCAR Weekly. Okay, the final segment of the sh today's show, California Auto Club 400 from Fontana, California. That takes place this Sunday, March 27th. The race time begins at 3.16 Eastern Time. Again, that is on Fox Network. With radio coverage of this event will be on Motor Racing Network and, of course, Sirius NASCAR Radio Channel 128. Qualifying for the Auto Club 
can be seen on the Speed Channel this Friday, March 25th at 7.10 Eastern Time. That's 7.10 p.m. Eastern Time. Happy Hour Practice will be following day Saturday, March 26th at 3.50 p.m. Eastern Time, also being televised on the Speed Channel. So if you're not able to check those out live, go ahead and, and set your DVRs for that and uh, make sure you get, get, a, get a practice run in and, uh, and also check out the qualifying. Now the nationwide event for the series, it's the Royal Purple 300, and that's going to be also from the Auto Club Speedway in Fontana, California. You'll be able to catch that, as we mentioned before, on ESPN. It's at 5.45 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, March 26th. Again, that's also got coverage on Sirius NASCAR Channel 128. Now the Camping World Truck Series, again, they're still off. They didn't race last week. They won't race this week. They're going to pick up events again next weekend, April 2nd, for the Kroger 250 from Martinsville, Virginia. That'll be at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Speed TV. <clears throat> now getting over to the Auto Club, uh, the Auto Club 400, when you start talking about California, you have to consider Jimmy Johnson. He's the he's the most successful driver out here in California. He had a decent run in Bristol. Uh, he's never finished below 16th, and he's had 16 attempts. He's never finished below 16th, and uh, he's won five times. He's the only five-time winner out there. Uh, behind him, uh, next in the wins, you have Matt Kenseth, and Jeff Gordon each with three. Uh, they both have a couple more starts than uh, Jimmy Johnson does, but really Jimmy Johnson's been the dominant driver out here. Uh, of course, he he won last year's race. Uh, it was it was the race that came following Daytona last year. Uh, Jimmy Johnson was the dominant driver, and uh, you know he he led 101 of the 250 laps. And, of course, he won. Uh, Kevin Harvick came in second last year uh, with teammate Jeff Burton third. Uh, Mark Martin and Joey Logano rounded out the top five last year's event. So when you get into talking about Fontana, it's considered an intermediate-length track, although it is two miles in length. It's a modified D-track, D-oval-style track. There's minimal banking through the turns. It's... It's fairly flat. There is some banking, but it's it's relatively a flat track. But you know, you get in from uh, uh, after turn four. There's a real long uh, run that you get into. It's got a little bit of a turn on it, but it's a really long, basically kind of a a, a straightway. There's it's a straightaway run. I mean, you know, and there's some pretty heavy duty speeds out here. You'll see drafting in in California that you obviously didn't see it and can't see at uh, Bristol or Martinsville or these other short tracks. But Fontana, it, it's known as a race to have a lot of things going on when you get into talking about fuel mileage, uh, clean air runs. Uh, drafting, fuel conservation, tires will come into play at this particular track a little bit. 
and there's going to be some strategy towards the end of this race and it'll be it'll be all gas related how much you know do we take a full tank do we we just get two tires and and take half a tank of gas on that final pit so a lot of strategy will come into this particular uh race towards the end of it i expect that there's going to be some uh some some strong some strong guys up front and I'll take a look at the odds right now on the big board over at the Greek in five dimes. Jimmy Johnson, of course, Las Vegas Hilton, too. Uh, he is the favorite. He's three and a half. You can get him at uh, plus 350, so three and a half to one. Jimmy Johnson is the hands-on favorite, and I... You know, I don't see any reason to go against that. I mean, he's probably going to, not probably, I mean, I'll tell you right now, he's going to be on my card this week. I thought he ran well in Bristol. I liked him going into California. This is a track that he's dominant at, and there's no reason not to bet him. And three and a half to one. Not the best odds in the world, but it's still a return on your dollar. You know, put enough put it, put enough out there to risk on him and get a decent little return. So I, I feel confident with Jimmy Johnson in California. The next driver who is next favored is Carl Edwards at 675. He's had some success out in California. I believe he's got one win. I don't have it in front of me. Um, but uh, Carl Edwards is looking strong so far this part of the year. You have to go with these drivers that are looking good. And uh, Carl Edwards is certainly one of those drivers. Now the Roush team as a whole has performed well out here now you're talking about carl edwards matt kenseth and greg biffle uh biffle 16 to 1 kenseth 20 to 1 so kenseth one of the all-time uh leaders out here in, in wins and laps led he's a 20 to 1 so he's a good looking long shot uh rosh does perform well in california now the the track styles with these intermediate tracks uh, we've had some some different uh, successes with different drivers throughout the careers. Uh, Jeff Gordon, Mark Martin, Greg Biffle. Those are the those are the drivers that have had some success outside of Jimmy Johnson on runs out here. And when you look at uh, Greg Biffle as 16, 18 to one, 20 to one, depending on where you go. Mark Martin, 25 to one. I don't know about Mark Martin catching a win here. You know, the season is shaping up to where we've had different drivers now. There's been no back-to-back -back, uh, wins by any driver. Of course, we've only had four races. Uh, this will be the fifth race on the season. Uh, I really appreciate everybody getting in here and and filling my time and, and, and helping me uh, with the show. It, it's really, it's really, I believe it's being a very successful and we're excited about Fontana, and I just feel like uh, I feel like we're going to put together another strong race day card this Sunday. Uh, the other the other driver that you can't really mention too much, but I'm kind of keeping a close eye on, and that is Tony Stewart. Um, he hasn't done particularly well out here, but um, 
you know, that doesn't mean that he's not going to perform well. He's he's prime right now. He's been running really well. Now, he didn't run great in Bristol. He's a little bit disappointing, but he's he's been putting together quite a good season. He's up in the top five in standings and point standings, and his teammate Ryan Newman is right there with him. So, you know, these two guys get together and do a little bump drafting uh, out here in California, and you never you never know. It's not really bump drafting like they do in, in uh, Daytona, but they'll get into the two, three, four, Four car drafting out here. Now Ryan Newman, he's thirty-five to one right now. Dale Earnhardt twenty-seven to one. Tony Stewart ten, ten or eleven to one, depending on where you're at. So that's kind of the rundown. Denny from the top, Jimmy Johnson again three and a half. Denny Hamlin eleven to one. Edward six, six and a half to one. Kyle Busch. You know, it's hard not to look at Kyle Busch, too. You know, he, he, he's running very well right now. He's 8-1. to one. Jeff Gordon, 9-1. to one. Harvick, 12-1. to one. So that's what we have going into California. Uh, I will have my complete race day card this Sunday. Uh, again, I get my card out as soon as possible after the head-to-heads have been posted at Chris. I use Chris. I've always used Chris to grade against. Um, I will continue to do that. So a lot of times on those East Coast uh, races that go off at noon or 1 o'clock, the card does get out very late, usually within an hour of of race time. So you have about an hour to get the information from me in the forums and uh, get uh, get all your picks in at your local book. I really appreciate everybody stopping in today. I know it was a little bit of a short segment here on California. Anything can happen out here. I'm looking for another exciting race. Uh, I plan on uh, pressing a little bit more than I have the last two weeks as we've gotten back to the to the zero mark on our on the year. We're not really up. We're down about one percent as I mentioned before. So I'll be looking to go into positive ground this week. Uh, on Sunday. Look forward to it. Appreciate everybody stopping in and listening to the show. Again, this is Kasig Sheeler here at pregame.com and you're listening to NASCAR Weekly. (laughs) 